This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get a getting. And I'm happy to be back with you folks at this time. I'm still uh, rejoicing over the message yesterday. We were speaking there that how Christ died for sinners and how the blood was applied there to the mercy seat and the sacrificial death of Christ. And I was just got carried away in the spirit, so to speak. I hope you did. And I praise the Lord for these messages on, on the blood in the in the Old Testament, and at this time today, we're going to start a new new uh, section speaking about blood on the mercy seat. Do you know anything about the mercy seat, my friend? The mercy seat was there in the tabernacle, and uh, we're going to look at that for a while. In the light of God's Word, we find that no sinner, no sinner can approach the presence of God except on the basis of the shed blood of the Son of God. Now, that's true, my friend. This has been true ever since man was expelled from the Garden of Eden. God is holy. Man is sinful. And for man to come into the presence of God, he must approach him on the basis of the blood. For man to come into the presence of God, he must admit that he's a sinner. We saw that in our study yesterday. He must take his place as a sinner. We don't find much of that today, do we? Oh, I have folks who uh, get angry with me when I mention that man is a sinner by nature. But I, I want you to take note of this thought. The Lord said he came not to save the righteous but sinners. Now, that's the words of our blessed Lord. I came not to call the righteous but sinners. Now, if you can make yourself righteous, which you can't, he never came to call you. He never came to save you. He came to save sinners. Have you ever seen yourself sinful, my friend? If you haven't, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Lord, show me my true condition. I've been asking the Lord lately, and others have here, to send us a refreshing from the presence of the Holy Spirit that he would awaken. We, we call ourselves here, Radio Missions, an awakening ministry. Why do we do that? Because over the years, the Lord has been so faithful and blessed us with what we call an awakening ministry. One here and one there. Awakened, alarmed, made aware that they're not saved. That they're made aware that they're sinful. Have you ever, have you ever seen yourself sinful, my friend? But listen, listen. He must come into the presence. And in, and in coming into the presence of God, he must admit that he's a sinner. He must take his place. Before he, uh, as a sinner, before he'll do this, all rebellion has got to be go. Has got to go, got to go. But folks ask me why aren't folks saved? Because their will has never been broken. Man wills not to come to Christ. The Bible says, "And ye willed, w i l l e d, not to come to me, that you might have life." Listen now, listen. But rebellion has got to go. Pride has got to be hidden from your eyes. And he's got to be drawn away, drawn away from his purpose of sin. Then, as a sinner as approaches God as an undone, as an object of mercy, that's the only way you can come. And this is holy on the grounds of grace. The Lord God of heaven took the initiative, my friend, and established a mercy seat for poor, unworthy, sinful, wicked sinners to come into his presence. Let me stop here and make this statement, that the Lord doesn't have to save you. The Lord doesn't owe you anything. The Lord is not obligated to save you, my friend. 
We have folks who rear back and say, well, God saves, Lord, Lord loves, God loves everybody. No, he doesn't. God gonna, all of us are going to be saved one day. No, we not. No, 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 don't get that in your head. No, you might well go and come again. That's not true. My friend, uh, God hates sin. And if you never come to him in repentance, acknowledging your sin and being washed in the blood, cleansed by the blood, of the, the which has been uh, provided for by our blessed Lord, listen, listen, you'll never be saved. The Lord took the initiative and established that mercy seat for poor, unworthy, sinful, wicked sinners to come into his presence. You cannot come without the blood, my friend. The average preacher or religious leader today is so spiritually blinded until he does not see as he hears the word of God. So our subject this time we're going to begin the mercy seat or blood on the mercy seat. You know, the average preacher and the average religious leader today is so spiritually blinded that he, that until he cannot see that the only way a sinner can come to Christ, he must bring the blood. Listen, and I want to read some verses of scripture. I have to take time to read these over there in Exodus 25. Let me read several verses there. Just be, be, be patient with me. You'll set the scene for the rest of our study. And thou shalt, that's Exodus twenty-five seventeen, And thou shalt make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And thou shalt make two cherubims of gold. Of beaten work shalt thou make them. And in two ends of the mercy seat, and make one cherub on the one end, and the other cherub on the other end. Even of the mercy seat shall ye make the cherubims on the two ends thereof. And the cherubim shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubim be. And thou shalt put the mercy seat above the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give. There I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of the testimony of these things, which I will give thee in commandment of the children of Israel. Now, you could go back there and read it. I read it quite hurriedly. The mercy seat was the lid of the ark of the covenant. The ark of the covenant was an oblong box overlaid with gold, which contained the law, or the Ten Commandments, which God gave Moses, written upon two tables of stone. The Ark of the Covenant contained the law and was placed in the Holy of Holies, that is, in the most holy place, in the tabernacle. The lid that covered this box, known as the Ark of the Covenant, which contained two tables of the law, was known as the mercy seat. This mercy seat was made of pure gold beaten gold from each end of this mercy seat was beaten and fashioned with the figure of a cherubim or an angel these two angels overshadowed the mercy seat with their wings this lid of gold known as the mercy seat fitted was absolute exactness on the top of the ark of the covenant over this mercy seat between the cherubims the shekinah light shone forth this shekinah light was the only light in the Holy of Holies. It was divine light. It was the presence of God. Oh, my friend, are you getting a picture at all? It was here God met with and communed with the representative of Israel because he said, I will meet with thee 
and I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat. I, I hope you'll uh, uh, maybe call and get this study on the mercy seat, my friend, on CD. And we said, as we said, the ark and the mercy seat were behind the veil in the most holy place. The mercy seat, as well as the ark, could not be seen but once a year, and that was on the Day of Atonement, when the high priest offered a sacrifice at the brazen altar, caught the blood, and standing before the mercy seat, sprinkled the blood thereon, and then hastened out. He dared not go behind that veil and approach the mercy seat where the presence of God was manifested without the blood in the basin. Let me tell you something, friend. You better not try to come into the presence of God without blood in the basin. You can't. God won't let you. He won't admit you. God admits no sinner into his presence without the blood. You said, I go there. You don't. No, no. You go maybe into the presence of Satan or an imitation present. You don't go into the presence of God without the shed blood. That's the only way a sinner can come to Christ. I want to tell you something. For God to admit you there would mean instant death. For a sinner to come into the presence of God without the shed blood would mean instant death. Go there and read Psalm 68, 2, if you will. For any sinner to come into the presence of God would mean instant death. Let me emphasize that thing. Therefore, God will allow no sinner to approach him except at the mercy seat where the blood is. Now, you, 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 you catching any of this, my friend? I hope you will. I hope you will. You cannot come into the presence of God without the blood. Now, let me emphasize that over and over and over. I don't care who you are. I don't care how many titles you may have after your name. You may have a mile wide and a yard long. I don't care what seat of learning you sit in or what position you occupy. You take it from the old trailblazer this morning. Oh, listen, listen. Uh, I know that I'm ridiculed and I butcher the king's English, and I know all of those things. But listen, and uh, no sinner has ever or ever will come into the presence of God except by the shedding of blood. You can't do it. There's no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. Now, as old country boy said, you drive a peg down there or a stick. Drive something down there and hold on to it, my friend. It won't give. That won't leak a drop. No, sir. The mercy seat is a distinct symbol of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you can get that. I never, for a long time, I wasn't real sure how that worked. But it's a, it's a symbol. In Romans 3.25, we find these words. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. That word propitiation here means mercy seat. So we could read, whom God has set forth to be a mercy seat through faith in his blood. This mercy seat in the tabernacle, let me say it again, was a symbol of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're going we're gonna to hold off right there for a little bit, take it up in our next study. But I just want to ask you, are you enjoying or appreciating these studies on the blood? I hope you are. When we get through, they'll all be on CDs if you'd like, and I'll quote you a price on the whole set. And then you can play them over and over again. Maybe you don't catch everything. Or you can give them to someone for as a gift, some loved one whom you'd like to have hear the truth. But the old trailblazer is just a poor old sinner saved by grace, sprinkled by the blood. My sins are all under the blood. 
We have nine CDs that our late choir made before the Katrina came along and washed us out of New Orleans, and they're all predominantly blood songs. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. There's power in the blood. And all of those gracious old blood songs, and there's nine of them, we sell them for $5 a piece. And if you have someone on a terminal illness on a sick bed, if they like good sound gospel music, uh, you write me and I'll send one of them as a compliment to you to leave with your loved one that they might hear there on the sick bed. And if not, you write me and get all, all nine of them. We have nine full-length CDs, about 18 songs on each one of them, songs by our choir. We don't have a highfalutin choir. It's just a just saved by grace, and uh, and, and they sing as, a, as unto the Lord. And you write me, call me, let me know. I'll be glad to send them to you. And then remember... Remember, as we go through these services day by day, we're just an old sinner saved by grace. We don't have no name to, to live. We don't try to make a name for the old trailblazer. I already have a name, and uh, it's, it's written down in glory. My name written down in glory is yours. My name's in the palm of the Lord's hands is yours. Oh, but listen, this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, saying it's been good to be with you today. And uh, remember, my mailing address, the old trailblazer, Write me. Let me hear from you. The Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then help me with the broadcast a little if you can. Maybe you got a few dollars stashed away somewhere. Uh, get, get them out and send me a few dollars. And uh, tell me that you're praying for me. Tell me that you want to hear the, have the gospel go out. And uh, we, we'll send you our magazine if you write us and let us know. We'll put you on our mailing list. So until next time, may God bless you. Goodbye. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 